As people, we find ourselves caught up in the rush of life, allowing all sorts of things to pour into our hearts and our minds. Fogging our view of godly living. Join us as we navigate life with Christ in this era. Welcome to the Agpo with Tiho and Tiamo. Just real people having real conversations. conversations. <laughs> hey everyone. Hello. This is our first official podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We thought a great place to begin would be to talk about self. And you know, I'm at this place where I'm extra careful and just really watchful of what's being poured into me and the kind of treatment and love we're giving to ourselves. And that's why we're talking today about self-love. Yeah. In the Bible, you know, speaking of in the Bible, in Mark 12, verse 31, the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But how on earth can we begin loving other people if we don't love ourselves or even if we don't know how to love ourselves? Mm, so true. You know, and it's, it's difficult to love others if you are struggling to love yourself. A hundred percent. Other cases are you you love others more than you love yourself as well. Yep. Which is, I feel like, two dangerous things because in the midst of both difficult to loving others and loving others more than you love yourself, you lose yourself in the middle of all of that because it's always about the other person more than it yeah. is about you. Yeah. 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 So and we're, we're kind of we're kind of sorry to interject, but we're kind of you know taught to focus on everyone else. But in the mix of that, we don't learn, or no one tells us that hey, it's good to focus on other people. It's great to focus on other people. You know, you have to live a life of service. Mm-hmm. But in this, at the same time, you need to ensure that you're not serving from an empty place. Yeah, and and just as Christians, we are called to serve. You know, but um are you producing good fruit yeah because that is that is the number one thing you know don't just produce fruit but produce good fruit so mm-hmm. in your relations with other people um and serving them how do you serve them if you yourself are um in the pits you know just with yes. your love and and how you define love for yourself and mm-hmm. the quality that you share with other people won't be the quality that's been set out for your life true mm. so true so my question to you and to everyone listening is what do you do if you don't know how to love yourself like where do you begin this is such a good question and I think it is only fair um, to go get the answer from the book you know uh, the word the the living word (laughs) Um, first Corinthians 13 verses 48 says love is patient and love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered and it keeps no records of wrong it does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects and always trusts always hopes and always preserves so i feel like just from this we get a clear understanding of what love is it's difficult Mm. to um try and 
discover a self-love journey if you don't know what love is. So finding out what love is, which is it's patient, it's, it's kind, it does not envy. The moment where in your life you see yourself not being patient, not being kind, you are envious and you boast a lot, you, you must understand that those things aren't a part of love. Yeah. So replacing what is not love, replacing what is not love with things that are love. Um, mm. I think that is the first, first most important step. Because if, yeah. yeah, if you don't know what love is, it will be difficult and almost impossible to say to someone, I love, I love you. Or even just to look into the mirror and say, I love me. If you don't yeah. know these things, because then if you, if you don't know, this is where self-harm comes to play. Mm. This is where um, not being patient with your journey comes to play. Um, comparing your life to other people's life comes to play. Because you don't yeah. know the basis of love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what it what looks like. Mm-hmm. With, with me, and maybe, you know, people function completely differently. But what I've noticed with myself is, I am more inclined to know what I don't want and what I don't like than knowing what I want and what I, what I like, you know, Mm. knowing what I want comes only after I've identified that this is what I don't want. So a good place to start for me is identifying what I don't want and looking at my life and, you know, key moments when I was down and out and identifying how I felt during those moments. Because mm-hmm. those are things that I remember, you know, I remember that I was hurt and I felt like I was so uncomfortable in my own skin and things like that. So identifying key moments in your life where you were down and out and identifying yeah. how you felt and mm-hmm. really sieving out what you don't want to happen. So an example would be, I don't want to feel like I'm at someone else's mercy ever again. I don't mm-hmm. want to look Whoa. at myself and be disgusted with myself. I don't want to be hurt like that ever again. I don't want to hate my job ever again. Mm. Things like that. And from there going, okay, what do I need to do to not feel that way ever again? You know, then you can start thinking about this. Okay. If I hate, if I hate, if I hated being at someone else's mercy, what can I do to ensure that I'm not at someone else's mercy? Mm. A place, a good place to begin would be to start looking for work for yourself, for example. You know, yeah. if you were financially, completely financially dependent on someone and the, it turned out so bad, you know, that you were like, you know what? You need to get yourself a job so that someone else isn't telling you that this is my money. I made you, you know, mm. all these mm. things. And so really identifying what you need to do to not feel that way again or to not be in that situation. And another example of this would be identifying that you don't want every other thing to trigger you. And once you know that, look, I don't want to be triggered by every other thing. I don't want, you know, to turn every corner and someone says something and it just gets me all the way riled up. So what what you would need to do then is to go back in your life, retrace your steps to that one day when you were seven years old and someone that you never thought would walk out on you walked out on you Mm. and deal with that situation. 
I think that's why it's also just so important to not disregard your past. You know, uh-huh. we, 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 we want we want it to be over. We want it to be over. We want to yeah. stop feeling the way we're feeling. And we disregard our past. And, you know, in our past, there's so many lessons to take um, into stepping into your new journey, you know. It's yeah. difficult to say that I don't want to be at the mercy of somebody if you are disregarding your past because you won't realize that you were at the mercy of somebody you mm. know yeah and just as you're speaking like i'm just thinking about like my own life and the stuff that i've gone through and what i've learned and one thing that i've definitely learned is that um it was sometimes easier to love somebody else because of the affirmation that they gave me because yes. i didn't affirm myself Mm-hmm. and the moment that um I, I i learned that every day i kid you not i affirm myself because i don't want to be at a point where i am doing certain things or looking a certain way for somebody else to tell me i look beautiful for somebody yeah. else to tell me that um you are doing a good job i tell mm-hmm. myself these things because i feel like there's so much danger in um wanting other people to pour affirmations in you because mm-hmm. they can do that um, and um, trigger you into or corner you rather into a dark place where you don't yes. see the light um, of anything other than what they say. Basically, basically yeah. you're living to a master. Yeah. You know, you're living to a master. As soon as you do something right, they're like, yay, took a well done. Here's a little biscuit for what you did. You know, mm. you live for a master and you live for the wrong master because the Lord that has created you has created you for a better purpose. You know, he mm. he doesn't want to, for you to be held by chains of this world, you know, and just remembering who you are um, and who you are also just for this question, you know, of what do you do if you don't know how to love yourself? Remember mm. who you are. And, and go back to his word, you know, go back to his word that teaches you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And what does that mean? You know, uh, the word says that you are a conqueror. The word says that you have been given a spirit um, of, of not being uh, not being scared, you know, of not yeah. being. Uh, yeah. Uh, remembering those things that the Bible teaches us will also help you to find out what is this love thing and what yeah. God redefines love to in our lives. Mm. And, you know, I was watching this sermon by Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church. Mm. Uh, I'm not too sure what it's called, but it's like, I think I'm not, it's, if it's not recent, it's from four months ago. So okay. if, if it's not recent, it's from four months ago, you guys can go watch it on YouTube or wherever you, you know, watch your sermons or listen to them. And in there, he was talking about walking, okay. walking through the process. And he used Jesus as an example that Jesus, you know, was always walking from one place to another, or there were times where he'd take a donkey, you know, slow things. And he was basically talking about how in our lives too, we need to be we need to be able to and allow ourselves to go through the motions. So to walk through our mm. things, to walk through the bad time, to walk through the season. And even when you go to the Bible, the verse that talks about God being with us, even if we're in the sh- shadow of the valley of the death, it talks, it says, even if I'm walking through the valley and it says, yeah. even if I'm walking through the fire. Girl, so good. <laughs> and, you know, before that sermon, I overlooked that and, in my life currently, 
I have to go back and say, okay, Tiamo, walk through the process. Yes, mm-hmm. you wish you were done with this. Yes, you wish that you didn't have to deal with this, you know. Mm-hmm. But allow yourself to walk through the process. Yes. And walking through the process means you got to deal with everything each and every day. Even if today's a good day and tomorrow's a really bad day, walk through that. Yeah. And on really what God has put onto my heart is it's important for me personally to walk through the process so that I'm able to really live in every step so that one day when I tell someone, I'm able to give them the full story mm. and not just say, oh, yeah, I was in a bad time, but three months later, I was good. What yeah. what happened in between? And you won't know if you're not intentional about walking through it instead of just run, running. Yes. And we've overcome it by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. So how do we expect to overcome him if we don't have a testimony? Because the yeah. only way to receive a testimony is to be able to live through each and every step, each and every yeah. phase. And you know, I always, I always say is that sometimes you are going through something not because um, it's about you, but it's about somebody yeah. else who's going mm-hmm. through the same purpose, who's going through the same thing, sorry, um, but does not have as much light as you have. And your yeah. light needs to shine into their lives by that testimony that you share. Mm-hmm. So self-love journey, remembering that everything happens for a reason, you know, never ever disregard things that are happening in your life um, and say, ah, this is just happening to confuse me or this is just happening, mm-hmm. or, you know, just throwing it underneath the carpet. Understand everything that happens in your life, even if it means noting it down, that some, yeah. something like this happened today and asking God to reveal to you, Lord, why did this happen to me today? You know, mm-hmm. receiving those tools from God, Jorge, why did this happen? have to happen today? And you never know when you will need um, those tools that were put out. Yeah, 100%. And that is so true. And it saves us just from so much um, trauma or... I don't know what the correct word I could use, but like in the future or triggering. Yeah. Triggering. Cause some things trigger us because we are not over them. Yes. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, my question is, how do you know then that you're on the right path? You know, we talk about the self-love journey, um, we talk about um, how we don't know, but like, what if now I decided that I want to take this step into self-love journey? You know, I start learning what the Bible says about my life. I start learning what love is, but how do I actually know that I actually am on the right track? So with my own life, right? Um, I And this was something that I didn't know. I didn't know until God revealed it to me. And that is why having and walking with the Holy Spirit is so important because there are things that we overlook or that we don't, we just don't see unless the Lord makes us look in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that I was someone who's, who always overextends to those around them, like to my friends and my family. Um, and I didn't realize that while I was overextending and always being there for them, I was really neglecting myself. Mm. 
So once I, you know, got that revelation, I started understanding that I have to love myself the way I love those around me, or rather with the same effort and depth and passion. Because my issue was, and you mentioned this in the beginning um, of this podcast, that my issue was that I love other people more than I love myself. Mm. Right? And and what I mean by that is you show active love to others more than you do yourself. So the first Corinthians kind of love, you're kind to other people, you're doing all of these things to other people, but you're not doing it to yourself. Yeah. And once, you know, I understood that, okay, this is the kind of person I am, or this is what I'm doing. You know, I had to be like, okay, if you're willing to do one, two, three, four other people, you have to be willing to do it for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're willing to go to the ends of the earth for someone else, even if it kills you, you know, if you believe so firmly in that, then you should be willing to go to the ends of the earth for yourself, even if it kills you. Because yeah. what I realized was that I am so quick and eager to encourage someone else. But when it's myself, man, you know, mm. I really struggle with that. You're so I'm so quick to encourage someone else. I'm really quick to say, nope, you can do it. The Bible says that. Da, da, da. But when it comes to myself, I'm like, Ish. yeah, I don't think I can do it. Yeah, I don't. But even to take it a, a step further, friend. My issue was, I believe that God can do it for you, but I don't really believe that he can do it for me. Sure. And understanding that that's a problem. Mm. And, and that's like something that most of us are living in, to be honest. Yeah. And I so mean- understanding, understanding that that's, that's a problem was something that I had to do. And you know, now what I, I do to check myself to know that I'm on the right track is if I'm being kind and being good to myself the way I would other people, then I'm like, okay, Tiamo, you're doing the right thing. And mm. most days it feels weird. You know, most days I feel bad for saying, I'm so sorry, I can't do this for you, friend, because yeah. I'm doing one, two, three for myself right now. When I'm done, I will attend to you. I feel terrible because it's so out of character for me, you know, but... Mm understanding that it may feel weird you may lose a couple friends people may say you've changed but if you're doing the right thing for yourself then it's good Mm, absolutely and just self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and your happiness you know it means that you are taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being just to please others Mm. You know, not settling for less than what you deserve. And, you know, we've learned just today, I've learned so much just how and what, you know, is self-love and um, keeping track of of my self-love journey and where other people fit into my self-love journey. So I just want to encourage everybody that in this coming week, may you identify those things, you know, how and what is self-love to you? keep track of your self-love journey i really always encourage people to journal um everything that they go through so that you can just look back you know keeping yourself accountable um of the things that you are putting forth in your life and just where other people fit into your self-love journey you know 
We are super excited about the journey we are on with you guys and we are really grateful and appreciate every single person that listens to these podcasts. So please do comment on every episode post that we post on our social media. We are keen to know what's on your mind and how your journey is going and applying your mind to what we talk about on our podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast so that we can be able to extend the audience. And that is it for now, but that's okay because there will be a new episode out next week. And like always, guys, pour yourself out so that God can pour into you.